for me, I'm sometimes self-conscious of my involuntary tongue and lip-smacking movements, but um, I've, I've kind of accepted it as maybe people just think it's something quirky that I do. That was Kathleen Shea. Kathleen is the founder and president of the National Organization for Tardive Dyskinesia, and she's today's guest on the AFPA Patient Access Podcast. I'm Josie Cooper. Kathleen, welcome. Thank you for joining us on, on today's Patient Access Podcast. Hi, Josie. It's great to be with you today. I want to open with a level-setting question. Kathleen, can you explain tardive dyskinesia to our listeners? We're going to be talking about this a lot on today's podcast, and I'd like to make sure everyone understands the condition that we're talking about. Well, the word tardive dyskinesia actually can be broken down into meaning, tardive meaning late, and dyskinesia meaning involuntary movement. Um, T is, is a neuro, neurological disorder caused by certain prescription medications. Most commonly, those are antipsychotics, and there's some gastrointestinal drugs, though antidepressants and some other medicine, medicine classes have caused it too. Um, symptoms of TD include repetitive movements of the face, limbs, torso, and or other body parts, such as what is known as the piano playing fingers, lip smacking and puckering, sticking out of the tongue, puffing out of the cheeks, and rapid uncontrollable eye blinking. Speech can also be affected in some patients. So Kathleen, you know firsthand what it feels like to live with TD, right? Can you describe your experience? Well, uh, I had been on Seroquel for 14 years for insomnia, and I began withdrawing from Seroquel, and uh, within two weeks, I developed symptoms of orofacial tardive dyskinesia with a burning sensation in my mouth. Um, for me, I'm sometimes self-conscious of my involuntary tongue and lip-smacking movements, but um, I've kind of accepted it as maybe people just think it's something quirky that I do, <laughs> you know, but, um, but recently I've had a couple episodes that, have, that include full body involuntary movements with speech difficulty. And I've actually found that ca caffeine triggers this in me. And I've heard that from other tardive dyskinesia patients too. Um, this disorder can be really devastating for the people that have it. And when I started looking for support, uh, when I was newly diagnosed, um, there, there, there wasn't really much, much support to be found. So you said you were motivated by the lack of support. So um, last year, you know, you did something about that. You created the first nationwide organization for tardive dyskinesia, right? Yes, last year I founded the National Organization for Tardive Dyskinesia. And um, I was actually motivated by the severity of other people's stories that I had learned about through Facebook support groups. I originally had looked to find out about medications. And I thought I joined the groups to find out about um, self-help techniques, things like that. But when I read some of these people's stories that were so disabling, um, I felt that there needed to be an organization for TV. 
And while I was uh, launching my nonprofit during the process, the legal process of the, of the nonprofit, my autistic brother began developing signs of tardive dyskinesia as well. And so this further motivated me to try to help. Um, our focus is basically uh, on raising awareness, education through our website and webinars, outreach through attending conferences, patient support um, by replying to those, especially the newly diagnosed patients who reach out to us for help. That's great, Kathleen. Thank you for sharing that. And, and it sounds like really a powerful mission and, and something that's really sorely needed. And it, and, you know, it seems like you've got the capacity to, to change folks' lives and, and change policies through those pillars. Um, so as we approach TD Awareness Week, I would imagine that your advocacy and education efforts are, are focused on that right now, correct? Can you tell our listeners a little bit about the importance of TD Awareness Week? Uh, yes, Josie, I'd be happy to. Well, Tardive Dyskinesia Week is the first full week of May. Um, this year, it's May 3rd through the 9th. It's designated to raise awareness about this condition. Um, despite more than 500,000 Americans with TD of some form, there's still a lack of awareness, there's stigma surrounding it, and there's a need for greater support for these TD patients. So TD Awareness Week is a time to recognize the impact of tardive dyskinesia. And I know that, that you have resources and we at the Movement Disorders Policy Coalition uh, do as well, really with the aim of you know, educating the public and making sure that patients have the support that they need. Um, so, so please check out National Organization for Tardive Dyskinesia at www.tdhelp.org and visit us at the movementdisorderspolicy.org for TD Awareness Week resources. Kathleen, thank you so much for sharing your story and thank you for everything that you're doing to help others with tardive dyskinesia. Oh, thank you, Josie, for having me as your guest today. And thank you to the Movement Disorders Policy Coalition for everything they're doing to support TD Awareness Week. Absolutely. So if you've listened to our Patient Access podcast, you know that we always end with a lightning round. So you have 20 seconds to answer each of the following questions. So Kathleen, uh, what is your dream vacation? Well, my dream vacation would actually be to return to Bermuda, where I lived for a year while serving in the United States Navy uh, when I was in my early 20s. So um, we talked today about how new the National Organization for Tardive Dyskinesia is, having just been founded last year. Where do you see the organization in five years? Well, I would like the organization to be known by all of the 500,000 people or more who have some form of tardive dyskinesia as a go-to place for the latest information about uh, TD. I, I also see us holding fundraisers such as TD Walks and a TD Gala. So those are some of the things that um, I'm hoping for in the next five years. Very cool. Now, this is a hard one. Uh, if you had to eat the same meal every day for a month, what would it be? Well, um, Josie, I would have to say it's lasagna. Um, uh, but I can't eat much acidic food like tomato sauce due to the burning in my mouth from tardive dyskinesia, the tardive pain syndrome. But um, 
but if I could do it, it, it would be lasagna. And because it's kind of fun to make, it's delicious to eat. So yeah, if I could have anything, it would be that. That sounds like a good choice. And finally, are you an early bird or a night owl? Oh, I'm definitely a night owl. I do some of my best work at night. I love it. Kathleen, thank you again for being today's guest on AFPA's Patient Access Podcast. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Josie.